Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital. Legal and political analysis. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm a lawyer. I live in D.C. I work in D.C. I'm a liberty-loving, tyranny-hating lawyer. I want to give you some information about what's going on, and my goal is to be your advocate in Washington, D.C. So there are three topics that the entire world is talking about and interested in today. First is the killing of George Floyd. Second are the riots that are going on around the country and particularly in D.C. as our nation's capital. They're being reported across the world, including Australian news, European news. So this is something that I want to talk with you about today. The third is the death of a beloved superstar, particularly loved in Washington, D.C., Wes Unsel. You might ask me, how are these three topics related? And I want to share with you about what it means to be a conservative. Conservatives believe, probably more than anything else, in limited government. They believe in freedom of religion. They believe in checking the abuse of government power. So when conservatives saw what happened on that video with George Floyd in Minnesota, they were horrified and they were shocked and they were upset and they saw it as a complete abuse of government power. We give our government power to police us in order to keep us safe, not to wield that power against citizens and to abuse that power. I wrote a piece which I'm going to link to down below several years ago when President Obama was still in the Oval Office. And in this piece, I talk about how the ubiquity of cell phones now allow people to be gumshoe videographers, and they're able to record abuses of power and things that happen right there on the spot. They can even have it come out live so that people can see stuff exactly as it's happening. And I said in this piece, that there is an advantage to being able to video things and put it out to the world, that it is a check on the abuse of power, particularly by police, because if you have the ability to record the abuse of power, then the system can't come together and lie on behalf of anybody who's abusing the power. Instead, you are able to see it with your own eyes. Now, you might be saying, well, videos can be altered, there, you, you could just have a video that doesn't show the entire set of facts. That is true. But it does give evidence, and particularly in a situation like George Floyd's killing, you had multiple videos of the incident. And I said in this article that it is very important to have this ability to record things because it does deter bad behavior. That might also deter some cops from getting out and getting involved because they don't want to be a viral video. They don't want to be accused of abusing power. But I think that the benefit of it outweighs the deterrence of policing and that if cops are doing what they're supposed to be doing, then they should have no fear of being recorded for what they're doing. And I think that's why we've seen the effort to put body cams on more police officers now, which also it also protects the police officers from false charges against them 
because there is video evidence of what happened in any interaction. So in response to what happened to George Floyd, we're seeing that there have been peaceful protests, people who are very upset about the killing of George Floyd, and particularly the family, members of the community in Minnesota, and it's gone, it's spread across not only the United States, but we're also seeing protests in big cities around the world. And Right now in D.C., we've seen several nights of protests that, as the sun has set, have turned into violent riots, have turned into looting, including looting of small stores owned by immigrants to the United States who came here to live the American dream, to have a better life. And I think one of the saddest things that I've seen this week in response to the killing of George Floyd and in response to the video was a Korean American shopkeeper whose market had been broken into by the looters and his granddaughter was standing outside the market with him with a broom with a very sad face. And it just broke my heart that America is supposed to be a place where you can raise your family in safety and achieve the American dream and work really hard. And this poor man was a victim of people who turned a peaceful protest into a violent riot. Another strange thing that the riots have revealed about our government is we had seen a few weeks ago a woman put in jail because she had the temerity of opening her hair salon so that her hairstylist could come in and cut people's hair so that they could feed their families. And she was thrown in jail. And yet now we're seeing all of this rioting and looting by people who are not socially distancing and who are obviously creating mayhem and fear and damage to the very communities that are still suffering from the effects of the coronavirus, when everybody's already on edge and everybody's already uh, having the effects of the coronavirus on our economy, on their families, on all the normal things that we as Americans love to do, including sports. The sports have been shut down, but for some reason we're seeing these rioters are allowed to just violate everything in order to do bad things. It's almost like we're living in an Alice in Wonderland world where everything is upside down. So you take the killing of George Floyd and the resulting riots and the horribleness that's going on, I think everyone is really upset and on edge because particularly if you think about the viewpoints that conservatives hold, they're pro-life. They believe that even if you're an undeveloped child, that you have a right to life, that you have the dignity, the image of God stamped upon you. And a lot of conservatives, as a part of their political philosophy, oppose things like euthanasia, which is essentially saying mercy killing, they call it mercy killing, where someone has a lot of uh, disabilities or they might be terminally ill and saying that, you know, that's just useless. You have no part of our society anymore. I think of conservatives like Chuck Colson, who founded the excellent nonprofit Prison Fellowship to try and help people who have served their time in jail 
when they come out to be reintegrated into their communities to have a chance to start their life again. And we respect and want to help people who are in that situation. And so to have the abuse of government that we saw in the killing of George Floyd, to see the the riots that are going on where people do not feel safe in their homes and conservatives believe that a core function of government is to keep order and to make sure that people can pursue happiness and raise their families in peace. So all of these things I think are really weighing down on people. And then we had the news this week that a sports superstar, a hero, who was an inspiration to so many people and particularly to me as a young girl who loved basketball, Wes Unsel passed away. And in case you don't know that much about him, he was not only the rookie of the year, his first year playing in the NBA, he was also the NBA's most valuable player. He's only one of two players who ever achieved that distinction, the other one being Wilt Chamberlain. He took his team to the NBA Finals four times, and he won the NBA championship one time. And I will never forget when I was a young girl in the 1970s, and I'm a huge basketball fan. Personally, I love to play basketball. It's so much fun, and I just love everything about the game. I had the opportunity to meet him, and he was handing out, this is so funny, records, actual records of opera. And the slogan of the Washington Bullets basketball team at that time was, it's not over until the fat lady sings. Now, I know we can't call anybody fat anymore, but it was a saying and it was part of the Washington Bullets uh, interaction with fans. And they, when Wes Unsel was at this fan event, they were handing out records that had the woman singing, the opera singing, opera lady singing. And I remember just being so enthralled by him. And he signed my record album for me. And I just felt like the best thing had happened to me in the world. And I remember, too, when I was a kid around this time, I had the opportunity to go play at halftime on uh, the... Um, the basketball court where the Washington Bullets played. They did a lot of interactions with the community. And so Mr. Unsel, once he finished playing basketball, he became a coach. He went into the executive ranks of the team and he gave back to his community in Baltimore so much. His family set up a school to help people have the opportunities that he did. And so my heart swells with pride for having known him, had a small interaction with him. He was so inspirational to me. And for me, it is so sad that we learned of his passing. And I hope his family draws comfort in this time, knowing that even people who just tangentially, just a little bit knew about him, were so inspired by his life. So we can take what happened with the killing of George Floyd, and we can fight the abuse of power, and we can require our government to be limited and to respect constitutional rights of citizens, and there's no bigger right to be deprived of than the right to life. 
we can object to the absurdity of the DC riots and locking up of women who want to cut hair and yet allowing the rioters to just create mayhem all over the world. And we can be thankful for great Americans like Wes Unseld and his family and the positive influence that he had for so many decades over so many people. I hope that you will subscribe below so you don't miss a daily episode, hit the bell, and comment down below on what you're feeling about the killing of George Floyd, about the riots across the country, and if you have any recollections of Wes Unsold that you would like to share. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also, follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.